Hey everybody, hope you are doing fantastic. If I haven't said it lately, I am so grateful you are here and listening and putting in the effort to grow your career and I appreciate you so very much. This is the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast where we talk about pretty much everything career related. Today in episode number 36, we are going to be talking about three ways to get a raise. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion really is helping others and sharing what I have learned and passing that information on. So I made this podcast. This is a good time to mention some of my episodes may contain adult language. Let's dive in. Today, we are talking about how to get a raise. And this is really important because I talk to a lot of people who are like, Steph, I really need to make more money. I need to better support my family. I need career growth from a compensation perspective. And before I get into the three ways to get a raise, I really want to kind of demyth, if that's the right phrase, the idea that needing and or wanting more money is a bad thing. Because here's the deal, when we can make a better income, we can better support our families, we have more opportunity to, you know, serve people in other ways, maybe we can make it, you know, donations, maybe we can create a better life for the people we care about, whether that is a spouse or maybe even your parents or your kids. So I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to better your financial situation. However, I would be very cautious that doesn't become consuming for you, but I, out of the gate, I just want to have that conversation because a lot of people seem to think if someone wants to make more money that they're just like selfish and money hungry, crazy people. And that's just not true. I mean, for some people, sure, it's true. But for the majority of us, you know, we want a bigger income for something more. Maybe we need to save, maybe, you know, some of the things I talked about earlier. So I just want people to keep that in mind. So let's get into the three ways here. So number one is pretty simple. It's to get a job with a higher salary or a higher compensation package. And This one, I want to prep people for this because you really need to be prepared to actually be ready to leave your employer. Like, and finding a job isn't necessarily something that's easy. You have to write a resume. You have to crush your interviews. You have to go through the whole process, you know, get an offer and be willing to accept that offer. But it's definitely the way most people are getting raises. It's interesting because what companies haven't quite changed their policy to reflect is that a lot of people are leaving their current jobs for a better compensation or maybe a promotion uh, in terms of title or something to that effect. And they know this, so they're replacing a lot of people because of this. But what they're not doing is fixing their policy around being able to offer better uh, annual raises and quicker promotions. And I, of course, being in the HR world, I understand both sides of this. You know, companies have certain policies they need to abide by. So in order for someone to be a senior, maybe they have to have five years of experience. Maybe they have to have 10 years of experience. Uh, And that's just how the job descriptions are written and what the guidelines they've set forth are. 
right? So you can't just promote someone to a senior because they want it. They have to meet those qualifications. So that's the HR side and I get that. But I fully get the candidate side and I've honestly left jobs in my previous history to get a better compensation package to get that better job title. So I get it. I totally get it. What we're seeing more and more is people are leaving for those reasons, right? And companies are struggling to replace them. And in my opinion, I think it would be easier for companies to realign their strategy to meet the needs of their current employees because oftentimes they're losing out on super amazing people as well as that knowledge, right? Like I can go to a different company and take all my knowledge with me and be in a new role and contribute really well. However, I have to learn new systems. I have to learn new processes. I have to learn all of this new stuff. But if my company could have just kept me or you or whoever we're talking about here, someone who already knows the ins and outs of the company, the company culture, the systems, you know, the software that you guys are using, that sort of thing, it saves a lot of time in the learning curve. So anyway, number one being go out and get a new job with a higher salary. And number two is actually accepting a counter offer. So for this one, how this typically plays out is you go out and you get this new offer and then you go and give notice with your current employer. And typically, you know, they're going to ask you a bunch of questions. Why are you leaving? What's happening? Blah, blah, blah. And so you explain it. You explain that you want better growth, higher comp, blah, blah, blah. And they take that back to their leadership team or maybe HR sometimes and say, hey, I want to make this person a counter offer to the offer they have with a different title or higher comp if, you know, of course they meet the requirements. So you can't have one without the other. You can't get a counter offer until you're ready to quit. So one and two kind of go hand in hand. But I really need to caution you because if you're ready to put in notice, you better be ready to leave because it's not at all even remotely guaranteed you're going to get that counter offer. It's common, people get them, but it's not a guaranteed thing. And the other thing I would encourage you to think about is if there are any other reasons for you wanting to leave in the first place, just because you accept a counter offer and now you make more money doesn't mean those initial reasons go away. So oftentimes it's not just money that's driving us, right? Maybe our boss is like a complete prick. Maybe maybe you love your boss. Maybe there's just a new company direction that you don't fundamentally agree with. Maybe there are, you know, shady business practices happening that you just can't get on board with. So, I mean, I could go on and on for another hour about why people leave their jobs. But you need to understand if you accept a counteroffer, it's over 90%. I don't know the exact statistic because every study is a little bit different, but it's around 91 to 95% of people who accept a counteroffer leave that company within the next year to year and a half. So again, and that's so high because all of those reasons don't go away just because you get more money. So think about that. And again, with number one and number two, you have to be prepared to actually go. So if you're not ready to go, don't go down this road and number three is going to be your option. Number three is really straightforward, is just ask for a raise. Now, I know it's super intimidating and it's super scary, and you need to do your research. You need to go into this conversation like fully prepared. What do people make in the marketplace? What is your job worth? You know, do your research, go out to the websites, uh, research average salaries for your position, years of experience required to get that salary so you really understand what the market is and what the market value of your position is. And just ask for that raise. And now 
Oh, God. I don't want to get myself in trouble (laughs) or piss people off because that's not what I'm here for. I really want to help people learn and and inspire people. But I'm going to say it anyway because I think it's worth saying. And this is specifically to the women. And because I know, God, this is such a hot political topic. So I'm like even, I'm like legit nervous to even bring it up. A lot of people are talking about the income gap, right, between women and men. And this is by no means a political podcast. If this is your first time here, this is not my jam. So it's a topic of conversation. And the statistics are incredibly eye-opening in terms of how many women versus men ask for a raise. And I am a living proof of that statistic. I've never asked for a raise before. In commission jobs, if I wanted more money, I would just sell more shit. <laughs> like it was that simple. <laughs> but it, even, you know, once I transitioned into the recruiting world, I've never asked for a raise. I have always, if I wanted to make more money, I've always gone out and just got a better job that paid me more. So I'm proof, right? Like us women don't ask for raises and I don't know how this couldn't impact that gap because a lot of men are asking for raises and again every every study or every you know paper you research on this is going to say something different but I've seen numbers anywhere from 40 to 70 percent of men have asked for raises in their career so again I I don't bring this up to start a debate and to make people mad and to get down this like political you know chaotic road I it's just food for thought Food for thought, that's all. So asking for a raise is definitely a solid way to make more money. I wish I could give you an advice on how I have done it. I only know how others have done it. And when it's done well, they usually get it. So it's an option. It's an intimidating as hell option, but it is such an option and oftentimes it works. So so those are my three ways to get a raise. And then I kind of have a bonus one for you. And this is for the people out there who are not necessarily satisfied in their careers and maybe they've changed careers a few times and they've they've never been satisfied and they just need something more or for the people who even love their job and they just want to have an additional stream of income. So my bonus tip for you is to find a way to create an additional stream of income. So maybe you create a small business. Maybe you offer consulting. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I just want to plant that idea and just let you think on it for a minute because I personally believe everybody out there has knowledge and information that someone else needs. And so if we can just somehow create a business around how we can help and serve others, maybe you only get two, three, four, five thousand dollars a year extra based on this additional stream of income. But sometimes five thousand dollars can change someone's life, you know? So I'm just just gonna put that out there <laughs> as a bonus option for you. So that's it. Those are my tips. The three ways to get a raise. So number one was to go out and get a job with a higher salary. Number two was to accept a counter offer if one is offered to you. Number three is to ask for that raise. And then my bonus tip is to create an additional stream of income and just stay where you're at. So that's it. That's a wrap. All right, everybody. I hope you found this information both helpful and valuable. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here and listen to this episode. 
You can find more information in the episode show notes at findingthebestfit.com. And make sure you come back next week for episode number 37, where we answer the question, should I hire a resume writer? And in case you haven't heard, we do have a Facebook group created for the listeners of this podcast. It was really created for all of us to come together and really just help each other out and support one another. Lately, I've been putting in there a lot of the questions that people are reaching out and asking me so others can benefit from that. So if you're interested, please definitely check it out. You can click the episode description and there's a direct link or you can just search the name of the podcast in Facebook and it'll pop up as well. And if you need additional help with career coaching or having someone review your resume, check out the link in the episode description to learn more about how we can work together one-on-one. And also, if you use the discount code PODCAST, you can get 10% off any service you book with me. And if you have any questions regarding any of the services that I offer, please don't be shy. Reach out. And if you haven't had the opportunity to leave a rating and a review for this podcast, I really would appreciate it if you would take the time to do that. It really does help others find us. You are amazing and so awesome. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. Bye, guys.